Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Joshua Scow Show podcast. I'm your host, Joshua J. Scow. Glad to be with you. Appreciate you guys listening, as always. And today we've got a lot of stuff to talk about. We're, we're really nothing short of events and storylines and everything like that when it comes to football. And, and we're right in the thick of meaningful games, just like we had a monster matchup Last night with Monday Night Football, we'll recap that. We'll do NFL Power Rankings. We'll drop a little bit of NBA knowledge on you. And uh, that, oh oh yeah, we'll do the bottom five as well. So we'll go a little dumpster dive in there. But first, let's, uh, let's start with Monday Night Football. It featured a monster matchup with huge playoff implications when... Minnesota went up to Seattle. They lost the game. It was a pretty close one throughout, and uh, Seattle ended up pulling away with a late fake punt, and that pretty much sealed the win. But Russell Wilson looked good. I thought Kirk Cousins looked good. Uh, both passing offenses were were going really well, and it did not hit the under <laughs> that I thought it was, but. You know what is a little uncharacteristic? I I know both offenses are good, but I just really kind of felt like both defenses would would show up there. But but check this out. I mean, just to kind of give you the significance of this game, with with the San Francisco 49ers losing against Baltimore on the road in a rainy, sloppy game by a field goal at the last second, that sent and then the Fal- the Seahawks winning that sent. Seattle from the fifth seed all the way up to number two and the 49ers from two all the way down to five. So, uh, yeah, this is, it's getting pretty crazy with how Dallas still, I mean, I don't want to rant on this too long, but how Dallas can have a home playoff game at six and six. If it started today, the playoff started they would get they would have to host the 49ers who are 10 and 2 or whatever the record is. i mean that just doesn't seem right to me and uh we've got some really tight divisional matchups and uh races for the playoffs i should say in the NFC West and the NFC North you've got in the NFC North the Packers and and Vikings they're duking it out and then out west you've got San Francisco and Seattle so that's really intriguing stuff. It's going to be interesting to see how all that plays out in the next four weeks. And within those four weeks, they, they do they do play each other. So uh, here in a couple of weeks, you'll get the Vikings and Packers, which is going to be a, a big game on Monday Night Football here in a couple of weeks in Week 16. So uh that that's pretty much my Monday night football take. I mean, I I watched most of that game. It was a, it was an interesting one throughout. It it came down to the wire and like I said, if it wasn't for that fourth uh fourth down conversion on the fake punt, it would have given Minnesota a chance to to get back into it at one last try to tie. And they did have the opportunity. They had plenty of chances and whether it was <clears throat> deflected passes or just not they just weren't be they just weren't able to move the chains. They had a lot of chunk yardage, but consistently moving the chains was a little bit of a problem. Uh, but they did have some big plays. So 
that brings us into the power rankings and let's let's actually start out with your your top 10 so we're going to go honorable mention all the way down to number one okay so at number 11 in this week's power rankings i've kind of got it as a 50 50 i'm gonna I'm throw two out there and that would be the tennessee titans and the pittsburgh steelers i've got tied at 11 as an honorable mention uh, they're on the outside looking in. They're quality teams, good good coaching, but they just haven't found a way to crack into this top 10. Okay, at number 10, big win for them on Thanksgiving, the Buffalo Bills. Tough team, good running offense, great defense. Number 9, the Kansas City Chiefs. They are rounding back into form, and they really might be higher than this at the end of the season. I know they they certainly expect to be higher than this once the season ends, but they're rounding into form. They've had a couple blowout victories, and uh, I, they've had some injuries in the middle part of the year. But I think they're I think they're starting to overcome that. Number eight, the Houston Texans. They are uh, exercising some demons by beating New England. They finally got the proverbial monkey off its back with Bill Belichick over that Bill O'Brien. He just exerted his dominance so long. I mean, the Texans have only won now, after this win, two games against New England in their whole franchise history. Big win for them. The offense looked good. Defense is still a question mark. That's why they're not higher. Okay, number seven, Minnesota. They're a very complete football team. They're in a tight division race with Green Bay Packers, and they will meet in week 16 on Monday Night Football in a huge clash for most likely the division. Uh, right ahead of them at number six, you've got the Green Bay Packers. They had a big bounce back win against the Giants after getting destroyed by the 49ers out west a couple weeks ago. And I, I think they, uh, they're they going to be a problem in, in the playoffs. So that's uh, they're a pretty good football team right there. Number five, you've got the New Orleans Saints. They've won their third straight NFC South championship. So they, they've got the divisional crown for three straight years now, which is uh, pretty impressive. It doesn't happen all the time unless you're New England. Speaking of them, they are my number four team, the New England Patriots. They are still the best coach team in the NFL, and their offense does have their problems, but they are not down and out yet as much as I want them to be. Okay, number three, the Seattle Seahawks. They got a really big win against a good Minnesota team. And the, it, it's, it's just crazy how one of these two teams, with my number two team being the 49ers, one of these two teams is going to be a wild card and going to have to go on the road. You look at these records that they have, I mean, there's no reason why they should have to go to currently 6-6 six and six Dallas Cowboys to play a game. Uh, just because they're the, the divisional winner, I find that to be a major flaw. In the playoff structure, I think it should just be best record in the conference and throw the seeds out via record, you know, by record. So uh, that's that's my three and four, three being Seattle, four being the 40, or geez, three being Seattle Seahawks, two being the San Francisco 49ers, who are probably the most improved football team of the of this year with the exception of possibly Baltimore, who is my number one team. These guys have been on a dominating run lately, beating the Texans, Seahawks, 49ers, 
and they they look good doing it. Lamar Jackson is a cheat code at this point. He's rushing for 100 yards in like every single game. Throw. He doesn't even have to play the fourth quarter a lot of times. I know they just they just beat a really close. They just won a really close game against a good team in San Francisco. But when they're playing these average or below average teams, I mean, they're really not letting them other teams stay in it, which is uh, sometimes what happens in the NFL because they're all professionals. And, and sometimes these guys, even though they're the bottom of the league, they still get wins. Just look at Miami right now. They've got three wins when everybody wanted to write them off. So your number one team is the Baltimore Ravens from Josh Cow's power rankings. Okay. So let's do a little dumpster dive in here for just a second and go into the bottom five worst (laughs) down in the dumps team in the NFL right now. How is that for suspense, huh? Okay. So let's do from five to one, one being the worst team. Okay. Number five, you've got the New York Giants. They got absolutely beat beat down in a snow-filled game in New York against uh, the Green Bay Packers. Okay, so number four is the Jets. They're up and down. I mean, they had a couple weeks where they looked really good, but uh, Sam Darnold is back to seeing ghosts, and uh, that's pretty much sums up that team right now. I don't think they're very well coached either. Uh, number three, you've got the Miami Dolphins, who... I I tell I think I said it on the podcast once before. I definitely told some uh, some friends of mine, but this is probably the worst put together roster, absolute worst roster I've ever seen in my life. But I'll give credit where it's due. I think they've got a really good coach in Brian Flores, and that is what has gotten them three wins so far this year. Uh, three wins was totally out of the question for me right about week two. So uh, credit to them for actually just showing a little bit of fight. And I think it says a little bit of something. If if you can get a positive out of this, I think it shows a little bit of competency in, in their coaching staff. So Brian Flores is doing a better than average job, I guess, for that, for that team, for that roster. Like I said, it's one of the worst I've ever seen in my life. Okay. Number two, who's going to give them a run for their money would be the Washington Redskins. This is a team that has interim head coach, uh, Bill Callahan. He's garbage. He just runs the ball all the time. And uh, it's just it's just not going to work with Adrian Peterson at, at this age. And I don't know if they really have full trust in Dwayne Haskins. And sometimes you just got to let your young quarterback go out there and play. And I, I don't really think they're letting him take the reins of the offense. They're kind of kind of babying him a little bit and not in a good way. Okay, number one, the absolute worst team in the NFL right now on track for the number one pick in the draft, and at least they're not going to go winless because they did pick up a win this week, and that would be the Cincinnati Bengals. They are still number one. They're 11, or they're one and 11, and they take the top spot for the worst team in the NFL. So that wraps up my bottom five. And if you guys got any issues with it, just add me on Twitter. I mean, I'll I'll engage in a little Twitter battle over this because I, I feel pretty good about it, uh, especially that the power rankings of the top 10. I, I think there's a clear-cut like line between 
let's say seven and eight. You know, when you've got Minnesota, Green Bay, New Orleans, New England, Seahawks, 49ers, Baltimore. Everything else down there is, you know, like Kansas City and Houston, they're contenders, but they're like outside contenders. Uh, Kansas City, I would say, has a little bit more upside. Worried about their defense. But when you when you look at those top six, those are the true contenders to me right now in the NFL. But with that being said, let's get into some NBA picks, and I'll drop some knowledge on y'all tonight. There's a lot of big games. I'm not going to go over all of them. I'm just going to go over the four biggest ones according to me. All right. Up first, we've got the Miami Heat traveling to Toronto to face the defending champions, Toronto Raptors. And the Raptors are favored by five points. Both teams are 8-2 and two in their last 10, so they, they've got some good form coming into this game. Miami shoots the ball a little bit better at 47%, but the Raptors are at home. Pascal Siakam is averaging almost 26 points a game, and I think the Raptors find a way to win it. Miami's played some questionable teams lately, and that's why they're 8-2 they're, uh, and two in their last 10. So up next, I'll, I'll take the Raptors in that by five. Up next, the Dallas Mavericks at New Orleans Pelicans. Dallas is a four-point favorite. I will also take them. Dallas averages 117 points a game, uh, almost 18 if you wanted to round it up. But uh, they're coming in, they're 7-3 and three in their last 10, so they've got some good form as well. And New Orleans is on a five-game losing streak. There's no no noteworthy injuries here besides Zion Williamson. Obviously, he's not going to be playing. He's been out for a while. And then Derek Favors is uh, questionable. So that leans to the Mavericks for me. I don't see why they're only four-point favorite. I think they can win this game uh, pretty convincingly. Pelicans have been a, a little bit disappointing so far this year. Okay, moving on to the Houston Rockets at the Spurs. Rockets are a five-point favorite, and you guys already know where I'm going with this. I'm going with the Rockets. LaMarcus Aldridge is not playing. At least he's day-to-day, so there's a chance he's not playing. The Spurs are 2-8 and eight in their last 10. Rockets are 7-3 and three in their last 10. And can somebody, somebody besides me and a few other Houston Rockets Twitter people talk about James Harden and, the, and his impressive numbers he's been putting up lately? The dude's averaging 38.9 points a game. He's putting up 40 a night almost. And I don't know about you guys, but when I was a kid, I'm only 26, so early thousands, I I would watch Kobe, right? I watched Kobe, Tracy McGrady, and some of these other elite scorers back then. And when they dropped 30, it was a big deal. Like, 30 points was a big deal. If you were averaging over 25, it was a big deal. It still is. And this dude's out here averaging 38.9 points a game. And all everybody wants to talk about is how, which is, by the way, like a four-year-old bad take of James Harden not playing defense. I'll admit, I'll be the first one to tell you, he's had his issues with playing defense. But not lately. I mean, he's really he's really playing. He's focused himself on the defensive end. And he's also allowing the lowest shooting percentage in post scoring. So when he's defending in the post, he's actually doing a really good job. He's average he's allowing less than 30% on shooting in there and yes, he does have a ton of volume in that. I mean, they they put him on the four a lot. He's a 
He's a strong guy. I mean, he's six. He's like six six. The dude's the dude's big. He's strong. He's capable of defending the number four position down low. And I I don't want to hear anybody say James Harden doesn't play defense. He led the league in steals or was leading the league in steals for a good portion of last year. I just I'm tired of it. That's not a good take anymore, okay? If you guys want to talk about something else, whatever, that's fine. Nobody's playing defense in the league anymore, by the way. Anyway, so why single one guy out? But I will definitely take the Rockets, and I don't know what James Harden's point total over under would be, but if it's under 40, take it because he's going he's gonna to dominate. Okay, up next, we've got the Los Angeles Lakers at the Denver Nuggets, and... Denver is a one-and-a-half-point favorite. I will take the Lakers plus the points. I think they win this game, but if they lose by one, I'm, I'm still good. Lakers are 9-1 and one in their last 10 games. Denver is 8-2. and two. They're doing pretty good. And the one loss for the Lakers, though, was to Dallas, and they've been playing really well lately. Anthony Davis is questionable. Kyle Kuzma is questionable. And just to kind of give you guys a, f- a few ideas on a little bit of the analytics here, but... The Lakers are averaging 112 points per game. Denver's only averaging 106. Uh, LA is also shooting the ball better at 48%. And defensive numbers are actually pretty comparable. So Denver's allowing 101 and the Lakers are allowing 104. So uh, pretty even on defense, relatively even on shooting, although I'll give the nod is to the Lakers. And I just think that the... The offense for the Lakers will eventually prevail, and LeBron and company will take care of business in Denver tonight. Okay, so last one, you've got the Trailblazers at the Clippers. Clippers are a nine-point favorite. That's a pretty hefty number there, being nine. And Portland's won their last three games. I'll give it to you, though. It's been against Oklahoma City and the Bulls twice. So take that with a grain of salt, and... These two teams, when you look at the analytics, they're they're about even on offense when it when it comes to points per game, and the the Clippers are way better on defense though. They just they're one of the best defensive teams in the NBA, and uh, the, the Trailblazers are one of the worst. So there's that, but I still think they cover. They don't have to win; they just have to lose by less than nine. And Carmelo has been playing well for them. He was just named the Western Conference Player of the Week, which I thought was kind of kind of BS to me. I mean, you got James Harden scoring 60 fucking points, and you're going to give it to a guy averaging 22? Okay. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's just my initial thought. I mean, the dude's been playing good. I like Melo. Uh, I think it's a little bit more of a you know, career achievement. Hey, you're back in the NBA. Hey, you're playing good. We'll give you the Western Conference Player of the Week just to kind of give him uh, a little bit of a nod there. But I, I think that that's kind of kind of bullshit, to be honest. I mean, James Harden scores 60 points. Luka Doncic is averaging a freaking triple-double over here and whatever. But that is my NBA picks. Just to recap for you guys, if you're on your way to the casino or whatever the case is, hitting up your bookie, I've got Raptors covering, Mavs covering, Rockets covering, Lakers covering, and the Portland Trailblazers all covering. We will recap that tomorrow. 
And I'll I'll just kind of quick mention it though while I'm doing my college football or NFL show. So look out for that. Uh, still gonna drop a movie review at some point. It's not gonna be today, but might even uh, I might try to bring on a guest for that. I've I've had a couple of good friends watch it who who watch more movies than me and. They've got some pretty good insight on stuff like that. So, uh, anyways, that is the show today. Appreciate you guys listening, and I will see y'all manana. Peace.